Welcome to Powered by Her, exploring the stories of how area women power their business. Hear from the growing network of female entrepreneurs of the Upper Cumberland with your host, Tiffany Anton, director at the Biz Foundry. Powered by Her starts now. Hello, you're listening to Powered by Her in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. I'm Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry, and today we have Jessica Upchurch with Happy Trails Brewing Company. And um, we're going to find out a little bit more about her journey and how she decided to kind of get in there to this male-dominated industry. So welcome, Jessica. Hello. (laughs) Um, So let's kind of back it up. How, um, why this? Why did you choose to start a brewery, open a brewery? Why why were you interested in this? So we began, my husband and I began homebrewing several years ago and, and really got into the whole process. And, you know, and it, it started out, we just wanted to be able to make our own beers and share them with our friends. And it gave us an excuse to hang out in the garage and, and drink beer and be together all day. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, um, it just, it grew to the point that we were really enjoying the whole process from, you know, building your recipe to finding the ingredients that you wanted to, you know, brewing the things that we enjoyed and things that our friends were reaching out and saying that they enjoyed. And um, we found a kegerator. We actually found a kegerator at Goodwill and um, replaced everything in it. And we started kegging our own beer and keeping it in our, our dining room and <laughs> serving everybody when they came over and taking it to different events that our friends were having. And, you know, people really seemed to enjoy it. And we really enjoyed that part of it too. So we started looking at some different ways to learn more about it. And how long ago did you start homebrewing? Um, we've probably been homebrewing for maybe five, five years, maybe. Um, I think that's when it really started to take off because we just, found all the equipment, ordered all the equipment and kind of taught ourselves in the garage. I mean, honestly, and, and, you know, it's funny to say, but it's a little cliche, but watching YouTube videos and reading and, you know, just learning all that we could ourselves. And as we went, like, there's a certain point when you're like, I want to dig deeper. So, uh, Trey started, my husband, Trey started looking for programs and he said, you know, he said, there's a lot of programs that you could go to and learn more about it because, you know, I, I particularly like to build the recipes. So he said, you know, if you want to learn more about it, there's a program through Auburn. Auburn and University. Yes, yes, absolutely. And they have through their restaurant and hospitality, they've got a program and it's um, brewing science and operations. And it goes through every aspect of brewing and building a business and the things that you can look forward to when you have a business and and how to react to certain situations and that sort of thing so it was really cool to see it in that way can t- tell, tell me a little bit more about that operations aspect so with entrepreneurs I think it's you know you've done enough research that you know brewing probably backwards forwards inside out um, but probably running QuickBooks was maybe not on your mind at the time. So what kind of operations classes or, or aspects of, of the program were you learning? So they started out with you you go through a book and it's how to start a brewery is actually the name of the book. And you go all through the process and, you know, they did an exercise where we actually were giving um an amount of money that we had to spend and we had to plan our own brewery all the way from writing the business plan to a proposal to, you know, the, the equipment that we were going to purchase and, 
you know, ingredients and all that kind of stuff. So you, you, you walk through the whole process of starting at the beginning and seeing, you know, where you want to go. So I think that's really important for people who have in mind that they want to start a business and it actually kind of helped you see the steps if you didn't really know. And especially with a, a brewery, because there's so many different things that you have to go through as far as paperwork, you know, federal, state, all that kind of stuff. So it really kind of gives you an eye-opening look at the whole process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that seems like that's difficult to know even where to start. It's amazing that somebody had that forethought to write a book called <laughs> How to Start a Brewery. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, so do you think that those those aspects, are, 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 are you glad that you went through this program and kind of learned all that or... Would you have rather just done YouTube? Well, okay. So I think you learn a lot from hands-on, of mm-hmm. course. So through the program, you actually have the opportunity to do that. So I worked 120 hours in brewery. So I worked with Jighead here in Cookville. And then I was able to go to Rest Isle a couple of times and brew with them. And then I brewed um, with Calf Killer a day, you know, just kind mm-hmm. of filling out what each brewery looks like individually. I mean, as well as going to Blackstone in Nashville and I, I did some bottling with them and, you know, just kind of seeing the different, different processes that each brewery uses. So that part of it was extremely helpful, but of course getting in there and doing it yourself is, you know, such a totally different experience. Yeah. So that's been, I think, so really how long, good. How long have you guys been open now? We we had our grand opening October twenty. 20- 27th of 2018. Okay, so almost a year. year. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary. Okay, and so has the the past year been harder, easier, or about what you expected? So, totally honest, it definitely has been harder because we've been just unbelievably blessed as far as how much business we've had and how how great our customers are and how you know the community has been so welcoming and we've it's just been it's been amazing so I was actually a pre-k teacher Mm -hmm. when we opened the brewery so I worked as a pre-k teacher and did this kind of as my side job Um, but of course it's not a side job it was a full-time job in itself so uh, after this year, I actually didn't go back to teaching. So now I'm doing the brewery full time. And I think that has made all the difference. But yeah, it's been unbelievably busy. And just keeping enough beer in our tap room to serve has been how such do a you, job. How do you, so you, you and your husband were kind of together on this. Mm-hmm. And he started looking at programs. You had that passion to kind of develop the recipes, correct? You're right. And so um, where did it emerge that you were going to kind of, this was going to be under your wing a little bit more than his wing? He still has a full-time job, correct? Uh, yes, And, yes. and a, a demanding full-time job. Um, and so where did it, you know, like I said earlier, this is kind of a male-dominated field. So how did you guys make that decision that this was going to be your baby and not his? And Well, I mean, absolutely. And, it, you know, he he loves what he does. He's a middle school principal, you know, he's been in education now for, I guess, oh my goodness, probably 10 or 12 years altogether. And, you know, he, he has a passion for what he does and we knew that that's where he wanted to be. And as it went along, it just kind of was a thing that I, I picked it up and I just kind of ran with it. And I knew that, um, eventually I would want to step into the role full time. And, and just because, I mean, I just really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed 
that aspect of it, just running the business, day-to-day operations, being able to be there. And, uh, you know, I mean, he's there, he helps me, but now it's just like kind of my baby a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're, it's, it's yours. So where did you decide, like, what was the moment that you decided, okay, we're going to actually open a brewery instead of just like learning how to really make this good beer. Um, I mean, you could just have a bottling facility. You could just be kegging beer and selling beer independently like that. What made you decide to open a tap room? So I think from the beginning, our goal was to open a tap room. We originally looked at, and I, you know, I looked at the program as a way for me to find something to do maybe part-time because, you know, I was a teacher and I thought maybe if I could go work at a brewery part-time on during the summers or whenever. And then as I moved through the program and I moved through, you know, just learning more about it, I really realized that I wanted my own brewery. So uh, when we started looking for, you know, kind of more information about it, there wasn't a place in downtown Sparta. There wasn't a whole lot there. So that's kind of where we the started the ball rolling and my husband was like you know we could find a building and you could you could do it and and that's that's kind of how it just all snowballed and we found our it sounds location. like he's, he's your cheerleader a bit that he's like okay well we could do this like let's oh absolutely let me push a little bit more absolutely he has been the biggest support system like you could ever imagine and you know and he he's still there he still works it but you know it's i i lead the day-to-day side of it too yeah. so i'm gonna get, dig into a little bit more about you personally and your strengths um in a second you're listening to powered by her in the hints and oakley podcast center i'm tiffany anton with the biz foundry and we have jessica upchurch from happy trails brewing company in today and so um you kind of said that you really enjoyed that aspect of running things and the operations so what do you think growing up what what personal strengths or maybe things that you had gone through Um, do you think led you to really enjoy that leadership aspect of things? So originally when I began college, I went to, to school to be a teacher. And, uh, as I was going through my program, when I originally started, I kind of started to see maybe I I leaned toward the business side just a little bit. And so I've worked through some business courses and did that for a little while. And then actually ended up like a lot of people ended up changing my major and going back to education eventually. But in the meantime, I worked for a couple different retail places and I was a manager for those places. And the management role was just, it just kind of was my passion at that point. And I knew, you know, I didn't want to, uh, you know, being a teacher, you kind of lead your own classroom. So I, you know, kind of feel like a leader in that aspect too. But when we started talking about opening our own business, I knew that, you know, I wanted to be able to, to make those decisions and choices and being in that position. Was it ever a thought to open your own daycare center or open your own pre-K school or anything like that? Maybe at some point when I talked about going to school, but I, I knew I wanted to teach in the public school system just because I saw the need for it. And I was actually a special ed teacher. So, you know, special ed is, is a passion in itself. And then, you know, moving into the pre-K role and the, the early childhood. And, you know, that's kind of where my my heart was. And, you know, I still have lots of friends and family who are in education. And, 
you know, moving away from it. Yeah, I do. I miss it, but I love what I do now so much. Like it's just kind of feels natural. Do you, so I used to be a teacher as well. And so I just, and, and when I was doing it, I loved it. It was just, it was good for my heart and my soul. And I would just, you know, yeah, you have those hard days, especially in special ed. Um, but, but it's just, it feeds your soul. So what aspects about this business do you think feed your soul like that? Oh, so I love, okay, so I love having our tap room. That's been my favorite part of everything because, you know, we moved to Sparta about four and a half years ago. And at that point, you know, I mean, you move into a new place and you don't know people and, you know, you're just kind of getting to know the area. And we both worked in Cookville, but lived in Sparta when we just fell in love with it. And when we found our location in downtown, it was just really cool to see the people that started coming in and our customers and just building those relationships. And, you know, we have such a cool group of our regulars that are there and then the new people that come in and, you know, we, we are happy trails. The whole concept of it is we are partnered with the state parks. So we're able to kind of promote the area and the different cool things that we have. So, you know, people, come in because they're visiting a park and you know we we had people from this past couple weeks we've had people from california we've had people from um maryland we've had people from florida you know and just you name it and we've just met all these really cool people not only are we building relationships with the people who live in our town but we're meeting new people and i think that's the part that feeds my soul the most so it's almost like that cheers aspect of like you know where everybody knows your name and you just kind of have that extended family that's there and you you know each other and you look out for each other kind of thing oh definitely and you know we're very family friendly like you know people can bring in their their kids and we've got games and we we've always got you know something for everybody and it's not all you know beer like we've got some ciders for people who aren't beer fans we've got sodas for people who you know don't drink and you know for the families and you know we we try to make everybody feel welcome and I think that's what's really neat about it and people walk in and just greeting people by name and you know you, you get a hug from people who haven't been in in a week or you know it's just yeah. that part of it I think has been just the best feeling and you know and you you said what made us want to do this instead of kegging or selling our own beer. And I think that's the part of it is just having that tap room and being able to have that human face to face with people and, and meeting new friends. I mean, we're all friends. Yeah. So you mentioned um, people that don't drink. So we are in the Bible belt in the South. So, um, and you are the first tap room in white County, Tennessee, And um, did you have other, did you have some issues with that? Did you have to fight against, um, you know, some, some thoughts that people had? So we have been unbelievably blessed as far as that goes. And, you know, Calf Killer Brewing has been there for years and they, they paved the way for everybody in, I mean, in the upper Cumberland Mm -hmm. and they fought that fight very early on. And although they're not in the city limits, they're in White County. So they went through all of that. So when we approached the city that we we wanted to do this, and we wanted to open something in the city limits, we just, you know, we told them what it would look like. We told them that we wanted a tap room where people could come in and drink 
and we told them we wanted to be able to, I wanted to be able to make my own beer on site and that we wanted to be able to serve other beers, other ciders, cool things from, you know, the area as well as bringing in stuff from all over the country and all over the world. So we, we, you know, we told the city, Hey, we have some ordinances that we'd like to have you take a look at. No problem. The city manager was wonderful. And, you know, the, the, city codes man like everybody has been so willing to help us that it's been it's been great so when we approached the board to get our our license you know everybody was just super supportive and all the questions they had just really you know I guess reaffirmed that we were where we needed to be because everybody I think was ready for that next step yeah yeah I mean definitely I think Things are changing, even though it is the Bible Belt. I think that it is, you know, 2019. And so things are, people are aware of that. So how you mentioned the Calf Killer Brothers um, and they, they really did. I mean, it's, they have this poster board presentation that they bring around and um, what they did for this region is just crazy. Were you able to use them as mentors in this process at all of, of how, how to kind of get things rolling for yourself? Well, definitely. I mean, you know, I think their whole whole concept that they've got is just the coolest and they make everybody feel like they're a part of what they're doing. And anytime that you go to a festival and see them or you go down and visit their awesome little place that they've got down there, I think you feel like you're a part of what they're doing. And I think that to us was just the biggest support that you know that they could offer and and we've talked to them several times you know they've been into the brewery we actually serve their beer as one of our guest types so you know it's just been it's been really cool and I think craft beer the community as a whole is just so supportive of each other you know and anytime that that I have a question or need something I, I don't hesitate to ask and you know um Elijah at Red Silo is one of our really good friends. And I feel like, you know, I could reach out to him anytime I needed anything. And that's, you know, for anybody. And, and we've had people come in and say, you know, I'm from Missouri and I'm getting ready to open a brewery. Do you have any thoughts? And I'm like, you know, email me. I will answer any questions you have, because that to me is the the best part of craft beer. I think that that's true of this, the Upper Cumberland in entrepreneurship in general. I think oh, you're going to get so much farther if you realize that collaboration takes you, you know, 10 times further working against each other than worrying about work or working together than working against each other. So um, that is I, this is kind of the only place I've lived as a, an adult, and but um, it seems pretty unique to this area. And so I think we're pretty lucky that we have that collaboration where, you know, people from Missouri, they're like, oh, she's safe. We can ask her because she's far away where right. it's like, but, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you can do together. And like you said, you have some of the other local breweries on tap at, at your place. Oh, definitely. Um, that's pretty helpful. So. We're going to talk more about um, your influencers and your support in a second. You're listening to Powered by Her in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. I'm Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry, and we have Jessica Upchurch from Happy Trails Brewing Company today. And so you mentioned that your husband has been such an emotional support for you and just 
in general, and we, we mentioned the calf killer guys. Um, any other resources that you feel like this person or this um, entity really helped me in my business aspects of things? Oh, yeah. Well, definitely. We've got, we actually have a wall in our brewery where we have everybody's name who did anything to help us to get to where we are right now. So it's really neat to see it that way because, you know, I mean, it's from asking somebody questions to somebody coming in and actually helping with the build out process to, you know, any of those, those things that came into it. And there's so many people that we've been able to use as our, our support. And of course our family and our friends and people in the community. So I think it's just such a collaborative effort and, you know, and yeah, my husband's been a huge support for all of it, but we couldn't have done it without the support of, everybody the community that's awesome um and so this is mainly female audience that we have here so what advice can you give to to females about starting a business and and what they need to kind of know in their mind or have under their tool belt or, or whatnot um to start it just just do it just find out all the information you can do your research find people who are a support for you and will help you find out what you need to know. And, you know, and and it's kind of like in this, like you said, it's male dominated, but I mean, there's, have you had, has that been an issue for you whatsoever? Have you, has there been anything that's, you know, you felt like, well, yeah, it's obvious that I'm a woman in a man's world. Not, not really. Like it's been such a cool experience. And when I did, when I had my graduation from Auburn, I was the only female there that at graduation so that was really cool to me to see it like that because I felt you know yeah like I can do this and I've, I've made it this far and then when we started you know getting ready to open and people come in and you know they are sort of surprised I guess to see right. that I'm the one that's doing the brewing and when I say I'm the brewer or somebody staying there you know like my husband will say she does all the brewing and you know and they're, they're just, like oh yeah yeah it's really you but it, you're yeah. Just, yeah oh yeah definitely and even somebody asked me one day well what made you be the brewer and not your husband and I'm like because I have the passion and the drive to do this yeah. where you know I mean he's he's principal so you right. know yeah well and I'm sure um I've heard other couples that kind of work together where they'll say, oh, she works for you, right? <laughs> and they're like, well, we work together. Mm-hmm. And, and in your case, he, he kind of works for you. <laughs> he, he definitely, um, it's, it's it's such a partnership. Yeah. And, you know, he's he's really been so instrumental as far as all of our social media stuff goes. He does all of the marketing side of it. And, you know, I I couldn't do it without him as far as that stuff goes. And, you know, everything else, I feel like we've been such a team on, which has been really cool. And and although now it's my full-time job, you know, it still feels like we're such a team all decisions all of that so it's it's nice to have that support so we're kind of close to the start of the school year is there any um regrets any you know pulls on your heartstring like oh maybe I didn't make the right decision here not yet like (laughs) right now I'm still at that 
stage where I'm I'm being able to pour everything into the brewery and that feels good not having two full-time jobs just having one yeah. yes I do I do miss my classroom and and seeing everybody go back to school and and setting up their classrooms and getting their new students and I think the beginning of the school year and the very end of the school year are the most stressful but they're also the most you know, eye-opening and rewarding, just seeing how the kids are starting to where they get to. And I, I think that part of it, I'm definitely going to miss. So it's nice that I still have friends and family that are teachers. So I, you yeah. know, I still have that contact with it, but I'm able to focus on what I really enjoy. Doing. Right. Where your passion is, where your heart's at. So um, tell me about a challenge that you faced as an entrepreneur. So have there been any times that you feel felt like this is not going to work? Because, I mean, you've been open for a year, but that that's not your journey started way before then. So um, where you thought, mm, maybe this isn't really for me. I don't think I've had that moment yet because, <laughs> you know, I mean, just from having to work so hard there for a while and you know I mean I was putting in the nights and I was putting in the weekends and you know we're open Thursday through Sunday so you know those are long nights and then getting up the next day and having to go to another job or you know I mean I was having to brew and sometimes I was brewing after I left school until you know early hours of the morning and then you know going home and getting up and going back to teaching do you think you haven't so, had the time to like even slow down to think there's anything else that's possible like you just keep going just yeah like, oh yeah the next thing's just there just like keep going and going oh yeah absolutely and there's always something there's yeah. always something else that you're thinking about and you know there's always um, a festival that's going on or there's always an event that's going on and just preparing for those I think you know, and keeping a, a calendar and making sure that I've got everything. And do you think that's a quality of uh, uh, that makes a good entrepreneur is that you just keep focusing on going, or do you think that that's just something you have specifically? I think that's anybody, anybody who is is has that drive and the passion to open their own business. I think that's something that yeah, you're always pushing and and moving forward to to what's next and you know what's gonna what's going to happen next and where you're going to go and, you know, planning for this event or planning for this to happen. And I think you always in your mind have that vision of where you would like to be at a certain point. And, and I think that's what makes you good at what you do and yeah. makes you a good entrepreneur. So speaking of your vision and what's next, so what's next for Happy Trails Brewing Company? So for Happy Trails, we are actually getting ready to do a, a little expansion. We've got um, the rest of our building is actually being um, worked on right now. So we're going to have around six to 700 more square feet. We're going to have a little storage, a little seating area, and maybe a couple other surprises. So Awesome. So when, when can um, we look forward to seeing kind of the expansion be unveiled? So they're working on it now. Okay. And just as soon as we've got a good timeline, we'll be able to put some, some dates out for everybody. Awesome. But yeah. Do you think, so are you bottling right now? I'm not bottling. Okay. We actually just purchased a cool little canning machine, um, and it just does one can at a time. <laughs> so people can come in, and they can choose the beer that they want us to can. We can fill it right there, can it, label it, and they can take it home. So like I said before, our our goal was to partner with the state parks to bring the recognition to all of the hiking, camping, fishing, kayaking, all of that cool stuff that we've got here in the Upper Cumberland. So 
in our process of building everything out, we knew we wanted to have a way for people to take our beer with them when they go to these places, because now you can have beer in the state parks. So we wanted to make sure that they were able to have it in a way that wasn't a glass growler or bottle that they could take it and they could recycle what they took with them. So now we do 16 ounce cans and it just costs the same as a pint would and you just take it to go. Nice. Well, that's very cool. Um, any, do you think, so five, 10 years down the road, do you think you would have another, a second location or just kind of. Maybe that's, we, you know, we've talked about it now that we've done this and we know what goes into it, you know, opening a second location would be, would almost feel like a breeze because we've already been through all that, you know, we've been through the, the process and the red tape and all that good stuff. So, yeah. 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 Um, so any other last um, advice that you want to give anybody about starting a business or um, any other last, last pieces? And I think I said it before, just find that support. Yeah. Find that person, that group, somebody who is support for you, whether they've opened the same kind of business as you or just opened a business in your area. Or, you know, like I said, the people who were reaching out from other states, find somebody or group that can be that that to you. It's interesting. I've, I've uh, heard people talk lately about um, some of my biggest mentors are people who don't even know I exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, you're you're reading these books or you're following these people mm-hmm. and they're motivating you, but they they have no idea who you are. And so sometimes you get so focused on like, well, I need somebody to give me my personal support. Um, and yet you don't necessarily need that. You can just... Um, follow and read and, and, and have that support from public figures, I guess. Oh, absolutely. There's, uh, there's a few books that we've bought and, and read over the time about people who are doing what we're doing and have successes or failures even. And you, you learn from those things. And when we were working on the thought process of opening our own business, we, we've, we've done tons of brewery tours and we actually have our lists that we have shared and it's what works, what doesn't. And when you go places, people are so willing to share that information with you. Mm -hmm. And if you just ask the questions, you can get the answers that you need. So I think that's just the biggie. Just, just ask the questions. Yeah. Yeah. So how can people connect with you? Happy trails brewing company. How, how can they find you? So we have a website online. You can find all our information there. We've got Facebook and the website is is happy trail brewing.com. And then of course, Facebook, all of our events that we have, we have live music every weekend. We have trivia. We have dart tournaments, cornhole tournaments. Food trucks. We have food trucks there, food available every every time we're open. And you can find all that information on our Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff and, and see times that we've got stuff going on. Awesome. Thank you for coming, Jessica. It was great to have you. Thank you for listening to Powered by Her and the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. 